got a t-shirt with bloodstains all over it, maybe laundry isn't your biggest problem right now. <laughs> I remember the day the candle shop burned down. Everybody just stood around and sang happy birthday. And a security guard came over and said, you're gonna have to move, you're blocking the fire exit. As though if there was a fire, I wasn't gonna run. <laughs> You make love to the right woman. Johnny is beautiful, beautiful. I mean, the last time I made love to my wife, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing was happening. I looked her, I saw it's the matter. Can't you think of anyone either? <laughs> I never learn, you know? Like a waitress will bring my meal. Hey, enjoy your meal, you too! But you don't have one, do you? I'm a doofus! If you do eat, enjoy when you eat it. If you have a break or something later, if you get an opportunity, that's all I'm trying to say. That's all that I'm driving at, really. Hello, welcome to Comedy Think Tanked, a podcast with Leonard Kimball and Nick Gordon, two comedians who know how to take a drink and have a thought. Sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy. Now, whether they're ready or not, here's your hosts, Leonard and Nick. I've had multiple people, like, shocked, wide eyes shocked at, like, the our stickers on my mugs. Oh, really? At, like, CBU and Gritties. It's, like, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, they're, <laughs> like, they're like, oh! <laughs> you do a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you haven't heard of it? <laughs> yeah, I'm freaking famous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Within a two-mile radius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I have, I have, I've had people, I've had some people pretty... Like, they're like, oh, wow, cool, cool. I don't know if they go and listen. Uh-huh. I feel nervous, not nervous, but like uh, awkward about going up to them after and saying like, did you listen? <laughs> what was your favorite episode? <laughs> of the favorite, what was your favorite moment in your favorite? Yeah, what was your favorite? <laughs> so you should vote on the best of. Yeah. Uh, we had the best of survey. Yeah. I, I assume you, your favorites will be on that list. I assume. We should have oh. We should have brought us in. We should have just, this should be for our conversation. This should, this should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> No, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Welcome to the Comedy Think Tank podcast. Yeah, we've been talking for five minutes now. <laughs> Glad you could join us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but we, we're going to do that, right? We're going to have a best of. Yeah, I think we should. Okay. Yeah. I think it's... Uh... I mean, we've gotten to that point already. <laughs> so, what is the title? I thought it'd be like a, a 2021... Extravaganza episode or uh, cavalcade of cavalcade. <laughs> comedy think tanked <laughs> trickery. I don't know. Uh-huh. We'll come up with something cool. We'll come up with something. Something yeah. original. Okay. Speaking of names, of naming things. Yeah. What do you want to talk about about naming things? What? I just want to say. <laughs> I just want to say I have no no beef with anyone in this world. Uh-huh. I, I try. I try desperately not to. Yes. So uh, when someone does bring up a, an issue with something that we've done, um, I think we're still in that mode of like, we're just trying to build. So we take it more of constructive criticism rather than like someone trying to, 
you know, bring the heat on us or right. uh, throw shade or whatever the kids say, right? <laughs> yeah, Grandpa, they, they, they say gr- throw shade. I don't know what the fuck they say. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that's what it feels like. It's like someone's trying to like, you know, put their thumb over the top of you and say like, no, you can't do this. Right. And it's like, well, okay, fine. We'll, we'll just change course. Right. And it, I have no issue with that whatsoever. I, I think we both are in agreement on that, that... Yeah, absolutely not. I'm, just, I'm perfectly fine. I'm like, yeah, we'll just we'll just change it. Whatever. We'll, we'll just change. <laughs> we'll just we'll just adapt and overcome. And right. I mean, is that not the best way to live in life? Uh, for sure. Yeah. Just like everyone, everyone's going down the same river of comedy. <laughs> you know, like we don't we don't need to, you know, uh, battle each other you know we all want to be successful we all want everyone to have fun right. uh we don't want to step on anyone's toes we don't want anyone stepping on our toes and yeah yeah and and it, like karma right if you if you project good things into the world then good things will come back to you and all that happy horse shit yeah right? happy horse shit happy horse shit so mm-hmm. i think that's the name of our next podcast yeah <laughs> we should grab that domain name <laughs> happyhorseshit.com is probably it's got to be taken it has to be it okay. has to be and it probably is somebody that has uh horses <laughs> <laughs> it's like happy horseshit dude ranch <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like oh, it's out in nevada yeah it's, it has <laughs> to be. it's legal there yeah <laughs> It's legal there. I've never been to Nevada. <laughs> they had really good horse shit there. Speaking of traveling, uh, you're you're heading out soon to uh, to uh, Chicago. Heading home to Chicago, going yeah. to for my thirtieth high school reunion. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, we're gonna get drunk <laughs> of three glasses of wine. <laughs> no, we're like, all these guys are pressing. Uh, pressing fifty and with bad knees, and we got a we reserved like the back room of a of a bar that's near our high school, so we don't have to walk very far, and, <laughs> and we'll close that down. So last time, last big reunion for us, um, we donated enough to win some rectory is nearby because I went to I went to a college prep, yeah, uh, I went to a Jesuit college prep, so St. Ignatius College Prep, and we like they gave us the rectory for the evening. Oh wow! Yeah, and they didn't like how long we stayed, so, oh. they, so they were like kicking us out at like four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. Any, <laughs> any anything with the word recta in it, usually you don't. Like, any amount of time over the certain amount of time is too long. Yeah. <laughs> so this time they didn't get. They, we didn't have an option at all. Interesting. No option at all. They're so like, so class just, of what? What's your year? Uh, class of ninety one. Class of ninety one's coming back again. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! Close the rectory. <laughs> Bar the doors. <laughs> Lock up the communion wine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh shit! Well, so that's good. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'll be there for a week. And I'm gonna try to hit some open mics. Yeah. And... Do you have have you confirmed any uh, comedy? Or are you just gonna no? Show I'm the up, worst. Show up, I'm up. the worst. Like everyone's telling me, like email, 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 and I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and I haven't done anything yet. Uh, Even last night, Casey said, Casey Crawford said, uh, you have to email this place like right now <laughs> and try to get on something. In order to get a spot, you got to like that far in advance. Is that what he's saying? Or yeah, yeah. He was wow. like, it's like you can't just show up and. Uh, well, he's like, well, he said there are lots of people who are local. Yeah. 
who show up for a spot and don't get a spot. Uh, so especially since I'm coming out of town, I need to email them to say, hey, I'm coming from out of town. Yeah. I'm only in town for a week or whatever. Please. Uh, yeah, I don't want to, you know, just sit there yeah. and then and then walk home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Will you also attempt to take in a comedy show at an actual comedy club and do some reconnaissance work for us? Oh, oh yeah, and uh, like try to try to poach somebody. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Um, I guess I probably should. I mean, I you... should I should plan out this trip better. Like, I, I, sh- I need it, like an assistant or something. Yeah, yeah. Do we, can we get hire an intern? <laughs> I don't yeah. see anybody? No, no. Well, uh, no. I was thinking uh, in terms of um, you know, just seeing seeing how the big boys do it because in my you know, research of comedy, Chicago comes up quite often as far as Second City goes and other comedy clubs and, and whatnot. Yeah. I, I have, I've never been for comedy, but, um, you know, it'd be neat to, it'd be neat to see it firsthand, you know, but yeah, anyway. I think, I think I need to just, I need to get like a Google spreadsheet out and, yeah. and plan every day, you know, plan my evenings and yeah. until the actual reunion. Night. Just see what you can do. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we've taken over a rather big room here uh-huh. in town, and uh, <laughs> rough first week, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Craft Brew Underground, it's like, it's so, it, it, like, it's an awesome place to do comedy, but it's like, it's so it's still so stressful yeah. producing shows. It is. And now it's weekly. Now it's weekly, yeah. And now we're actually selling tickets mm-hmm. and to every show, and watching watching the, uh, the counter, uh, the ticket counter... <laughs> For the week goes zero Monday, so zero <laughs> Tuesday, zero Wednesday. I was hoping that I was hoping that if I press refresh a hundred times, <laughs> that would uh, like you know, that would give me like you know one ticket sale. Like every hundred times I hit refresh, it'd be like one <laughs> one sale. So like uh, I'm just working, working like to yeah. like tick up the sales a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I I don't know what the secret is, but. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm fully confident that uh, we're gonna continue to build there. Well, build. I th- well, I I guess one thing is just, is to make sure we're just putting on a good show. Yeah, it was a great show last night. Yep. Um. So it was it was fun. Yeah. Um. Everyone was there was laughing. Um. I got a little tipsy towards the end of the evening. Beauty. Yeah. And because uh, <laughs> I don't drink beforehand. Well, no. I, I had like half a beer before before going up. Yeah, but but as yeah, long as, as long as you had fun. Once that show was over, glug, 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 glug. <laughs> <laughs> those beers and ciders go down quickly. Yeah, but the, I think the ultimate goal though is to get it to uh, where our our guest uh, Keith Hebert um, is in his group, the Portland Comedy Co op, and how they have uh, established themselves at Lincoln's in Portland. Right. Um, and and how you know I, I think any Thursday night you go there. For an eight thirty show, I mean, there are people already there. There are people coming in. The place is almost always just packed, just jam packed with people. Yeah, and and it's such a great uh, little venue for comedy, and they have a, a, a nice thing going there. I think that's the ultimate goal. And lucky for Keith, I mean, he he's he's been accepted into that group, and and uh, is part of the uh, you know the booking and and the producing of that show. Because it's it is successful and um, happy to see that for him. Yeah, happy for, for happy for all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of you know putting out good karma into the world yes. and, and whatnot, I I really enjoy 
the folks down there and uh, the co-op and uh, and going to shows and doing shows at Lincoln's. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's uh, kick it over to Keith Hebert. All right, let's do it. Oh, I, I have to do that, right? I have to kick it over. Yeah, you will. All right. When I edit this later. <laughs> when you edit it, okay. it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be silly if I just like played the <laughs> if I just played the audio of our of the the interview right now <laughs> instead of editing <laughs> if you just cut it in there like all of a sudden <laughs> no, or, just, or if we're just yeah you had it recorded yeah because it, it's already recorded on the computer I we could just, talk over it i could oh we could do a, a director's cut oh like mystery science theater 3000 oh that'd be fun <laughs> that would be the worst thing ever to do <laughs> Like talk, talking over the audio of a, of an interview. You, you've you've watched though. You've watched DVDs. You right. You and you say, okay, I'm gonna watch Lord of the Rings, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the commentary on it. Yeah, but you but it's like you can't talk over audio. Like if that's the the primary way of consuming the product, you can't just like. Yeah, but at we, least with a movie, you can you're you're looking at what's happening. And you make commentary oh, on the, oh, on the oh, stuff oh. that's happening, like look at the way she's holding that coffee mug, that sort right. of thing. In post production, yeah, I see what you're saying. So it would just be people talking over people talking over, <laughs> right? And we were like, I can't understand. <laughs> Someday, Nick we'll... and Litter are so new to podcasting <laughs> they they've just now figured out that they shouldn't talk over themselves talking over themselves. That's that's like that's like the time that they recorded over their wedding video. <laughs> With Karate Kid Three, <laughs> this isn't the wedding. <laughs> this is Karate Kid Three. We have two copies of it on DVD. Why did you do that? Drum technique, understand? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No, that was Karate Kid Two. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Karate Kid Three was the one with the uh, bad boy with the Terry, yeah, with yeah, the ponytail guy, the ponytail guy, the rich ponytail guy. Oh, and and Daniel Larusso was a bit of a badass for half the movie. Yeah, he tried to be a badass. Mm-hmm. I don't... I I like the first Karate Kid, and the second one made sense. Yeah. Like, they kind of went together. It was like mm-hmm. one, you know, they, they, they really... It was the same. Even though Ralph Macchio was clearly far older in the second one than in the first. Oh, okay, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, to look at his face and, like, he was clearly now a man. Right. And and now the Karate Kid uh, TV show. The Cobra Kai. He, Cobra Kai. He is elderly almost. <laughs> Actually, he's, he's about our age. Is he really? <laughs> yeah, isn't he? No, I think he's much older. No. How old is he? He's got to be what like. What year he, did Karate Kid He's come like 50. He's got to be like 50. 50? I don't know. He what, looks 70. What, well, Let's I'll, look him up. Too I'll bad we don't have devices. Yeah. Where we can actually... <laughs> All right, how old is? See, my uh, normally my phone is listening to me all the time, and it would have it would have just in. jumped in. Holy yeah. shit, he's fifty nine. Fifty nine. See. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, William Zabka is fifty five. He's really good in Cobra Kai. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he did an interview with Mark Marin. Uh, oh yes, yeah. I, I listened to that one. That was a good one. Uh huh. Yeah. I try to listen to a lot of Mark Maron. I think we, I think, you know, that's good for us to. So what did, what did Tim Farrell say that our podcast is like Mark Maron, but different? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but not. 
Sorry, we're trying. <laughs> this is a long intro. This is a long intro. I think we... This, this is going to be fun to edit. Yeah, sorry. Why don't you hit uh, stop and we'll do an outro. Okay. Bye. Welcome, Keith Hebert, to the Comedy Think Tank podcast. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. Good. We'll cut okay. that part out. Uh, it's really hard to say. You have to say the K in the back of your throat. That's what I've, that's what I've been told. Comedy Think Tank podcast. Wow, He's got it. That's so good. First try. Mm-hmm. First try. I love it. I think I'm just awful. <laughs> <laughs> You've been replaced. Yes. Keith, um, how long have you been a comedian? The first time I did comedy was... 2006, but I only did it once that year. It was for a contest. Oh, yeah? Um, and then I did it again for the same contest a year later at, at college. Oh, cool. Um, but then I didn't do comedy for like four or five years because I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how to do, I didn't know where to do comedy. Right. I, just, I, I was kind of like wanting comedy to come to me <laughs> as opposed to looking for it. It's like you walk out your front door and there's an open mic. Yeah, well, this yeah. Is cool. well that's what well, so the mic stand right here. The lights are going. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I wanted. I wanted that to happen, and that's kind of eventually what happened because I I saw someone post about an open mic on Facebook, and it was the first time I ever saw it. And I was like, oh, I should go to that. Yeah, because I was this like, was after you had already done it the first time. Yeah. Okay. I this was probably f- five years after that. So that first time you did it, you didn't think like, hey, that's, this is what I want to do. I want to keep doing this. Like, well, I wanted to. Me. I wanted to, but I just didn't know. I didn't know where to do it. Hmm. Okay. And, I, I, and it's funny because I ended up meeting some, some comedians. Well, they were they're like improv people. I met in Southern California. I lived in Southern California for oh. a little over a year. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do comedy when I move out there. I'll try it out. And I met these guys, and this one guy was telling me, like, oh, you got to go do open mics uh, at, or he didn't even say do open mics. He, he actually never mentioned open mics. He goes, okay. here's, here's a couple clubs. And he was like, the Ice House, the, uh, the, com- uh, the comedy store. He's like, go there. Wow. And I was like, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Because <laughs> I was like looking at the lineups and it's like Joe Rogan. And like, I mean, he, he obviously wasn't Joe Rogan who he is yeah, now. Yeah, this was this years is 10 ago. years ago, yeah. Joe Rogan. But he was still like, I knew who he was from sure. TV. Yeah. But it was like, okay, well, I don't feel like I'm ready to be on the same stage as those comedians. So that was pretty bad advice, I yeah. thought. And I just wanted, I just want to go to an open mic somewhere. Yeah. So you were you like San Diego, Southern California, or I was in Huntington Beach. Okay, that's like part of L.A., right? It's actually part of Orange County. But like when you say comedy store, like you're talking the actual the L.A. Yeah, yeah. there's only there's only one. I thought there was. A, oh no, anyway. yeah, no, you're no, there's a La Jolla one that's okay. in San Diego. Yeah. yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah, no, it's all right. No, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to catch you in a in a in a, in a lie or anything like that. Bald face lie. Just, there's only one. I was just and then I was like, wait, no, there's like so four, that, that, I think. That's that's the that's like the legit spot for comedy on the West Coast, though. Like, yeah, the the comedy <laughs> store. I, I and then I I drove by it a couple times, and I was like, there it is. Like, there's all the names. Like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, my name should be people, up there. All those people were in that building, and I never actually went to a show when I was living out there. Oh. 
Oh, wow. Um, okay. I did eventually go, like, on a trip, maybe five years, five years uh, ago. Yeah. I went and actually saw a show at the comedy store. Nice. Okay. What was that experience like? It was awesome. Um, I saw, in one night, it was like, Nikki Glaser, Andrew Santino, Joey Diaz, um, Steve Simone, um, oh, oh uh, Jeff Garland mm-hmm. did did a set. Nice. Ron White did a set. No kidding. Um, yeah, it was it's crazy. It's like yeah. like the, the people that are regulars there. Like yeah, like that's that's awesome. It's that's nuts so cool. that you can just go. You get to see those guys on, as regulars. Like on a Tuesday uh, night, uh, they're, they're okay. there. They do fifteen minute sets. Yep. They just do. It's just showcases. Okay. And you get to see the the biggest names in comedy um, for I think it was like twenty bucks, maybe that's like fifteen that's or twenty that's bucks. So cool. That's with like amazing. a two drink minimum or two. Oh no, I have minimum. to drink alcohol. Oh no. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So that was awesome, and actually, um, at one point, I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and I, I crashed into the table that Nikki Glaser was sitting at, <laughs> and I was, I was so embarrassed. And I, like, not only was I embarrassed, I crashed into someone's table. Then you look, and it's like the comedian you're there to see, yeah. and you're just like, oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> he- hello, hi. Uh, uh, but I didn't, I, I wasn't like, oh, my God, I love your comedy. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> I just said, oh, I'm an idiot. It's so dark. And she's like, yeah, I know. And she's like, I, I did the same thing like five minutes ago. I was like, okay. Okay, cool. I'm not, I'm not totally stupid. <laughs> wow. You're just like Nikki Glaser. That's, that's, that's funny. Awesome. We're all just like Nikki Glaser. We are. We're just a little less hot. <laughs> no, we're all just as hot. Speak for oh, yourself. Are we? Okay, cool. Yeah, I did some crunches this morning. Did you? Nice. Yeah. All right. That's I watched. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so flash forward to today. You, you've recently been... Uh, 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 anointed a new member of the Portland Comedy Co-op. Yes, yep. I have. What? Uh, <laughs> don't don't make fun. Hey, you do you know fun. how much? I'm not making fun. I'm, uh, it's it's awesome. Oh, okay. Do yeah. you know how much goat's blood I had to drink <laughs> to get in there? Gallons. And then afterwards, they're like, "You didn't need to drink any." Goat's blood. Your belly was all Why distended. did you even bring I was that? like, I have a bucket of goat's blood. I need to drink it. Please make this part of the ceremony. I'm I'm a jerk. <laughs> You've ruined everything. Yeah, I ruined the co-op already. Yeah. I've been in there for uh, like two months, maybe. That's awesome. And I've already it's already a mess. What's well, the, what's the structure like though? Like like what is, what does that mean to to be part of the Portland Comedy Co-op now? Oh, we just we um we just have a group thread where we we say bad things about all you guys. Oh, oh, sweet. So I knew it. It's really you get the you get the <laughs> password. The Leonard Kimball threat. You get to see you get to see all the the desperate comedians sending their five minute clips. Oh. Yeah. And it's oh it's it's oh, a joy. Oh, like, like like a Gmail password. You said, like, oh yeah, no, I can get in there and I can watch all the the clips of all the the straight white guys that want to have a spot. Yep. Yeah. So I'm it's, so glad I'm not a straight white guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> no. It's cool. Yeah, but so you're, you're part of the booking process. And, and I'm actually not really. Oh, okay. Like, I can I can definitely suggest, I can, like, if there's someone who I think we should get on that's maybe, like, a, a bigger, not, like, a bigger name, but, like, no, someone, but yeah, maybe, someone like, someone who's... Yeah, we know what you mean. At yeah. the, who's in, in New York City at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. And, uh, you know, doing doing paid work and... 
uh-huh. gigging and stuff. So we have an audience. Yeah, yep. that's great. Yay, audience. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, no, don't bother me. Don't, don't message me. Don't <laughs> email me about getting on. Keith is, like, preemptively stopping people. Like, yep. don't. I'm tired. My Facebook no, you know, messenger is blowing up. Like good. No, no one sent me a message, <laughs> and I would like to keep it that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so that's how I. That's how I operate. All right. No, but it, it's awesome. Congratulations, and yeah. thank you, you. You guys, the Portland Comedy Co-op are are they're they're all great, and it's it's great what they're uh, doing in Portland. They have uh, one of the best rooms ever. Yeah, Lincoln. At, at oh Lincoln's. my god, Lincoln's is uh, it's a gem. Yeah, for sure. It's fun generally packed and weekly so what's what's better than that for comedy you can't yeah, beat I that yeah. i remember showing up like 20 minutes before the show and they were like oh no we're we're already full they're like oh you're on the show not no. anymore no. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore jerk Sorry. you were late i should have gotten there 30 minutes soon okay <laughs> now the guy that cleans the urinals is going to do five minutes <laughs> and he did a better job yeah and he did a better job <laughs> Which, by the way, Nick, you left before we paid you, buddy. I know, buddy. Oh. And guess what? Uh-oh. Just no. for you. No. Wow. Just for you right now on the podcast, <laughs> live. Oh. You have a big foam check for him? Whoa. Oh, my God. Is that American money? Oh, what is that? Oh, is that, is that the crinkling of Andrew Jackson oh. right there? Wow. Oh, uh, oh. America's favorite president. This, this is real. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. Okay. That's I from the co-op. That's no, from that's from the the Lincoln's uh, the show. Thank you. I you had to leave that because I had to go to work the next day. <laughs> we all had to work the next I know, day. I know. You didn't stayed. have to leave. No, I know. You I'm did. sorry. Nick's old. He's got to get <laughs> yeah. up in the morning. <laughs> next you, time. Next time. Did I you will leave? Stay. You did you see my set? Yeah, I did see your you set. You did yeah. see. So you yeah. only you there was 20 minutes left. It was literally you were like I just can't do it anymore. Can't do it. I'm missing Matlock. I'm such a baby. I have to think about what I'm going to make for lunch for my child tomorrow. What? What? So you? Let's go back to Thursday night. You got up on stage and, or just as uh, Rachel was announcing, you like ten people walked out. Yeah. Do you notice? Do you see that sort of stuff? And does that throw you at all, or are you just oh, totally fine uh, with? That didn't throw me until one of the people walking out, like, comes up to me and goes, "Did you know that a police officer died today?" What? And then he just leaves. <laughs> And then he just leaves with that information. <laughs> like, and go. I, I, I saw someone say something to you. He didn't even wait for me to reply or have a comment. He didn't even I wait didn't, for your punchline. I didn't know a police officer died. Holy shit. I didn't know what was going on. And he just leaves me with that. And I'm about to go on stage. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I have to pretend he didn't say that. Because yes, I have have to, to. I'm supposed to go up there for whatever, 12, 15 minutes and be funny. I can't be thinking about oh dead police officers while I'm on stage. I thought maybe it was somebody who knew him. It was just like, hey, man, break a leg or whatever. No, it was <laughs> some guy who was just trying to but mess me up. This That's was like, fucked. you're like 30 minutes into the show at this point. They're oh, like, we were oh, an hour, almost yeah. an hour in. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, okay. And he and, gets up to leave, to, and, then, and then I'm just <laughs> waiting to go on. I'm like, yeah, clapping, getting ready, getting amped to go up. And he just goes, a police officer died today. And, I'm, and then he walks out. <laughs> I'm like, you're... Dick, why? Wow. <laughs> that reminds me, of, like, we, we interviewed Billy Jack, and that, Billy had a good one, and he said, like, what what good did you expect from what you just put out there? What what were you expecting to happen right now? I'm just going to throw this out there, and, 
and just walk out the room. And I'm, no, it's a bummer. Yeah. yeah. Why are you trying to bum me out over here? <laughs> yeah, this is a comedy I'm show. Trying it's to like do, just for fun. I'm trying to right. go up there and talk about my genitals. <laughs> and I'm trying to do this. I don't want to think about death. Until I start talking about death. Right, exactly. I want to bring up the death. I decide yeah. when I'm going to talk about death. Wow. That's so great. You, talk you, about you, the... I, I, I wouldn't have had any idea. Like, I watched your set, and I have no clue. Like, you didn't let on at all that you had just been no. struck with a... No, you have to let it go. Yeah, that's true. It's weird, because sometimes some some bummer stuff can happen to you yeah. right before a show or earlier that day. Yep. And there's just something about... Doing stand up, you can you just kind of can forget about it. Yep. Yeah. You you get into that it's, tunnel of like. Yeah, it's uh, good because you you're, you're yeah. when you're on stage, you are in the moment. Yep. You really are. You're not thinking about anything else. And if you are, you're probably not a very good comedian because right. you're not in the moment. Right. And that's if you're not in the moment, you know, I don't think you can do good comedy. I totally agree with you. And something that we've noticed about you is how good you are at crowd work. Oh yeah. Yes. I don't do a lot of crowd work. No, I beg to differ. I've watched you a few times recently, and you... Maybe it's part of your act, and you're just doing it so well that I am completely uh, uh, fooled by it. Uh-huh. But it feels like you're doing a bunch of crowd work, and you're working off of things. We did that Project Graduation show oh, yeah. up there at the football field. No, I didn't... No, that wasn't part of my act, for yeah, sure. Like, Anything that's... When I, talk, when I talk to people, I'm not, I'm not like... I don't have, like, something preloaded, right. really. But... So I say you're very good at crowd okay. work. Okay, well, then. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. So you're just hoping for something good to happen when you, yeah. when you started your crowd work? I don't know. I, I think what it is is I, I probably picked it up from my dad of like a, like any kind of silence is just, it's uncomfortable. So I, I think I try to fill in the dead air with something that could be funny. Just, just, just how I grew up. I don't know. Interesting. So your father was the life of the party, or was he just a... Well, he would just be, like, he's, he asks, he asks questions, like, in public, he'll ask people, like, who, like, work at a store, he'll ask them a question that he knows the answer to, like, <laughs> which, is, pretzels, which is or? totally annoying, I mean, and where's, I make fun of him pretzels? for it, and we've talked about it, yeah, like, we're at the pretzel stand, as, <laughs> as me and my dad often go to, uh, and excuse me, do you have pretzels? <laughs> do you put salt you on like, your pretzels? Do you like to salt your pretzels, sir? <laughs> like, it's just, a, just you know, something to fill the air. Interesting. Or, like, I remember one time we were in a, we were in, like, a Barnes & Noble, and they had, like, Kindles for sale. Yeah. And he... He he goes up to a guy and he asks he grills the guy on Kindles for twenty minutes, and I'm just like after we was done I was like were you gonna buy a Kindle He's like no I was no. just wondering about Kindles just like, curious why, I mean I guess I don't I would never do I guess I do stuff like that sometimes like I one time I was in a Best Buy and I they they had the they had like a little display where you could put a uh, a picture on a, a blanket. Like yeah. It, it would oh, be, yeah, get it printed on a blanket. Yeah, like yeah. print it out, but it's like with, with whatever. It's like th- threaded, whatever. They they make it, and it looks yeah. like the picture. Right. And I was with this girl I was dating. Like, I don't even, I was, it was a new relationship. It was like two weeks, and, and I'm, we're in Best Buy together, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm going to ask this guy about this blanket. And like, I'm like we should we should get one of these blankets, and, and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "No, this is gonna be cool." So I get the guy over, and, and I'm like, "Hey, um, how much for one of these 
one of these blankets. And he's like, oh, let me just check. I'm like, well, how much for this one? I want this blanket <laughs> with this, this picture story. of this family and the dog on it. <laughs> I just think it's a cool blanket. And I just did it totally deadpan. Like, the, like I was totally dead serious. Like, and he was like, I don't think we can sell this. This is the display. This like, came from corporate. Just see if you can ask. Just <laughs> yeah. ask your supervisor. Yeah, you, is your manager and then we, and I, that's, but Thanks, Dad. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of the... It's not, it's, don't mess with retail. It sucks working retail. I've worked retail. Oh, for sure. I, I know. I've worked no, a lot you, of retail. Every time I go through the line at the grocery store with my kids, I'm always asking the cashier if she wants to buy my children. And it's like, why am I doing You that? always do that? Oh, yeah, it's like, it's no. constant. It's like, oh, you want two kids? They're, they're for sale. You know, I was like, what, what, stop it. Stop saying shit like that. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so, so stupid. Well, that's actually, you know. But there's that silence in between people and you feel like, oh, we should have some sort of conversation here. Yeah. Like we're I've, doing a $100 transaction. Like we should have some rapport. Something. I got to say some joke here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you have a hard time not saying a joke? Do you have a hard time not messing around, fucking around? Because No, I, I'm pretty good at knowing when I should and shouldn't do that stuff yeah um from screwing up in the past sure absolutely i've I've, i mean i've messed up a lot yeah and i feel like i've learned you know off stage sure absolutely that lesson of like when not not to say (laughs) when not to say the joke about the ugly baby yeah because maybe someone has an ugly baby and they know it and they don't want to yeah they don't want to talk about it they deserve to laugh too though they should laugh well they should speaking Uh, of babies yeah you got a baby coming. Something like that. Yeah. You think? Yeah. I mean, it's you yeah. don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but Leonard and I are both fathers. Yeah. And if you need so any you're advice, cur- you're you're giving you want to give me advice? Well, no, we don't want to, but yeah. <laughs> we just uh, don't remember a time before children. Because once the kid comes oh, out, yeah. Once the kid comes to, right? We've never talked about this before, but once the kid comes out, your mind goes blank and you you reemerge yeah, I think as a dad. I must have been in college. I don't know. I don't remember a time before kids now. Right. Yeah. This, this is odd. Really? Yeah. Seriously. That's what happens? <laughs> I swear to Christ. Why is that? Why? Because your whole, your whole outlook on life just shifts all of a sudden. You're like, I got to fucking take care of this. Yeah, but why yeah. does nobody talk about that? Great question. I've never heard. I think I just realized it. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. No, it's something I've, I've thought of over the years. It's like I have, I have two kids now. Uh, daughter's 13 and son's 10. And 13 years ago, when my daughter was born, September, uh, 13 years ago, uh, it like my mind erased. I swear to God, and and then I reemerged as this like within seconds, uh-huh. and I'm like now I'm the father of this thing. Like, you had a, what you, the fuck? You had, a, you <laughs> yeah. had a scruffy beard and crazy hair. I did like, immediately. Okay. Yeah. 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 We had like 24 hours of labor, and and like I I, I was a, I was a dad all of a sudden, and nothing else previous to that moment mattered. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I. The whole thing is, it's very unexpected. We didn't plan to to have a kid, um, but we're excited for it. Yeah, you know, and and we had, I mean, we talked about obviously we've been together for thirteen years now. Oh wow! And we talked about you know if it ever happened if we would have the kid, and we we were like, yeah, we're gonna have. We'll have the kid if, if there's ever a kid. And then <laughs> now there's a okay. kid, so we're having the kid. So that's, that's, about a, that's about as easy. It was an easy decision. Like, <laughs> we knew. Oh, you mean we're going to have this thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh I no, guess we're, we're having this. We're having this kid. Like, yeah. that's. So it was scary for. There was like. I remember four days. 
whatever it is, the first four days after finding out I was going to be a dad was like the most intense four days because it's really all you think about. It's every moment of those, like you're con- you can't be fully in the moment as we were talking about, but it's like, I just remember, but after that, like, like I'd wake up, the f- like I'd open my eyes and I would immediately be like, you're going to be a dad. Like it was like every morning, <laughs> which is, it's not fun. It's not a cool way to wake up where like you have this panic of like, I'm going to be a dad. Like, are, but, you, are you are you panicking or are you like you like thinking like oh I gotta make sure I oh I gotta baby proof something or I I should I should paint something or get rid of that lead over there or what? Well yeah no <laughs> well it's funny you say that because we have a bunch of lead in the house that's just you Ooh, know it's yeah. all over the place okay. we just have lead you still have time lead stockpiles <laughs> that like are small like so babies can just eat the lead. But yeah, it's actually in Gerber cans. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, no, they're like, here's a ton of lead. It comes with the house. You don't have to have it. We were like, we'll take it. We don't it have babies, be, we'll so it. We're yeah, it, could, yeah. it could be used, come in use. You're just gonna throw it away. Just keep it there. I'll, I'll take it with the house. But yeah, but then after the like, it's weird. After the panic goes away, like you're like, oh wait, no, this is gonna be good. Yeah, you know, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Like there's there's a uh, just so so many of my <laughs> friends are are like the people that are like oh we're not having kids you yeah. know it's just not we're not going to do that we're not interested people i know that got married that aren't going to have kids i'm just like oh. why are you getting married if you're not going to have kids it's like why even get married anyway like i don't get i don't get why it. get married period but yeah. yeah yeah like it's like if you're not going to start a family like we weren't going to get <laughs> oh okay wait a minute you guys are looking at me I'm like wait a minute. <laughs> well you started a family so it's yes, whatever i started but, a family but i'm just like if you're not i don't know amy and i aren't married 13 years together we're not married like we're engaged but we Common never law. set a <laughs> we never set like a date or yeah. anything but now that we're having a kid it's like oh well maybe we should just like put it on the books just know? to make it official yeah, yeah just let's, make it official let's, let's book it to make it but i think we'll just go do the city hall thing yeah um can can we join you and celebrate you want to join me yeah we can, can we do it on a thursday and then i'll go to lincoln's after yeah <laughs> you think that's a good idea no probably not no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring a mic in the because i was married once oh <laughs> so Probably not. And this is where I just grill you on divorce for 20 minutes. Well, you're not married yet, so don't worry about divorce. I'm not going to worry about it. No. Uh 13 years. 13 years is a long time. That's that's a highly committed relationship. How long were you with? I I was married for 10, and I probably was with her for 13. Oh, yeah. So this is the... You're telling me it's almost over? I wasn't going to say it's almost (laughs) over. I'm thinking it is over. Wow. The baby Whoa. comes out and you're served with uh, a moving no. truck instead it's of the We bought papers. a house. <laughs> We've actually bought a house uh, a year ago and we moved in. Tomorrow will be one year nice. that we've lived in our house. Ah, Congrats. Cool. And uh, so we actually had a room that is perfect for a kid. So it all, it all kind of worked itself out. Sweet. Awesome. Oddly enough. But we're very, we're very excited for you because... It's it's nice to have another member of the Fathers Club. The Dad Club. The Dad yeah, Club. no, I've already been telling <laughs> worse jokes. And, I know, hope you're putting on weight being, because I'll be 
I'm getting no, no. It's true. You do put it on. I don't know why, but yeah, you do. <laughs> well, I, I think I think it can be attributed to that. You know, the, the the worrying you have now, the anxiety you have now. But then once that kid's born, like just the having to have to take care of this thing and like yeah once she starts eating you know mac and cheese like you're finishing the dish and you know stuff like that yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know little weird things like that or you're eating fruit snacks for meals it's like (laughs) it's not healthy (laughs) demonstrate how to eat things i'm like i remember eating fruit snacks for meals it was fine yeah but you were 12 now you're in your 30s All right, let's, that's enough of parenting talk. Okay. Uh, speaking of heavy metal, you mentioned lead before. You're in a band. I am in a band. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck's up with that? Segway. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a band. I've been in a band for uh, about almost as long as I've been taking comedy seriously. Yeah. So like six years now. You're a gu- guitar player in the guitar, band? Guitar, yeah. I'm the band name player. is uh, Object. They yeah. get that right, Object? Yeah. Um, and you told me the other night you guys were performing your first show post-pandemic. Yeah, it's a big deal. Coming up. We have a new bass player. Oh. Yeah. Where are you going to perform? Playing at Portland House of Music. Cool. On Thursday, September 30th. I don't know if this will be out by then. Well, I better hurry. We'll it's try. okay. It's yeah. fine. Well, either way. It, we'll, uh, we'll let you know how it went. <laughs> Leonard will edit in right now how it yeah. went. What's uh, it was awesome. <laughs> What's the difference between playing in a band and doing comedy? How do you like? How do you approach those two things? I mean, this could be a hour long conversation no, in itself. But it's a good question because it it's like, oh, you know, I need attention, so let me be a lead guitarist, and then also let me do stand up, so I can just be on stage and be you know, getting attention all the time. Well, okay. There are elements that you, you memorize, I suppose, in both performances. Like, it's like, well, music's pretty, depending on the kind of band you're in, most bands aren't improvising, um, right. Live. Yeah. So, so, I mean, obviously there's improvised stuff and, some types of bands, but no, we're not. We're not. Oh, so when you guys band. like lean into each other when you go on the guitar and the other guys on the bass, you're like, yeah. No, I don't lean awesome, into my man. other band members because they're very sweaty. <laughs> oh, okay. And, uh, I just I don't like to get other men's wetness on my body. <laughs> Seems like a pretty good standard. Yeah, I like to, live to keep. <laughs> I like to keep men's sweat off of me whenever possible. It's I don't, just a, don't knock it till you tried it. Okay. All right. But it's yeah no it's it's. The band thing, it's really hard. Being being in a band and like keeping it going is so hard because you have a bunch of different personalities, which isn't the wasn't it's not an issue in my band. We're all we're all pretty easygoing, so that's not the issue. It's all right, like cool, good save. It's like <laughs> it's more of like the availability of yeah. like people. You have to get five people on the same page. Every time you practice, for a couple uh, hours, every time right? you sh- have a yeah. show, yeah. because this is this isn't your professional life. Like the, people are, yeah. Everyone has jobs, and, right? You know, everyone has beards they need to manicure, <laughs> and this, you know, that's that's music. And we kind of we're pretty laid back when it comes to promoting ourselves. We're not great promoters for the band. Like we. We practice a lot. We we rehearse. We we try to put out good albums. We've put out two albums, and uh, feel free to plug. Yeah, what, what oh, are the name of your albums? There's an object. It's 
there's an album called Inanimate, and then there's another one called The Space That Binds Us. Nice. And they're both available all over Spotify and Apple Music and all the Can you actually buy the them in stores? Like You I, can buy them at Bull Moose. Yeah, nice. there's CDs. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and so those were produced by uh, John Wyman, who's a really good main music producer. He actually produces some national artists. Sweet. And it was mastered at Gateway Mastering, which is where um, Bob Ludwig works. And he it's like him and Adam Ann. And they're, they're like two of the best mastering people in the world. And it just so happens that they're in Portland. And they hook, they hook up local artists who want to get their stuff done there by like a huge, like a huge name. So like the guy that did our album also has done like Foo Fighters. Wow. And um, uh, who else? So uh, Nirvana, I think, um, Tool. In the same building, you know. That's really wow. So, so I, I, so I'm totally ignorant of this. But what, what is mastering? What does that actually mean? It's, it's this, uh, it's this process they do to the recording after it's mixed. Like after it's like, okay, I like where the guitars are, I like where the vocals are, I like where the drums are. They've decided where all that stuff goes, and they, they like the way it sounds. Then you turn it over to the mastering people, and it's kind of like a, it's like a they kind of polish it all. There's like a lot of equalizing they they do and they change. And then there's like um, like fades. They might do like they fade one song into the other a certain way okay, to, okay. and make it sound on par with other things that you'd hear like on the radio. Like it, it's, it kind of, it just makes it sound real. It's that little last finishing touch that makes it sound very professional. Okay, because I've seen like, I've seen albums come out for like remastered. Yeah, things that come like yeah. that's just remastered. I'm like, oh, right. okay. I guess I'll listen to the remastered version of this because I don't know what the remastered is like when you jerk off the second time in the day. Uh-huh. Hey, like, now <laughs> this is a clean podcast. <laughs> it was, it was. That's cool. No, I I'm not a musician either, but I've always heard that Portland's like the place to go for, for you know these. It these has guys. been. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a metal band, so it's not uh, not a big metal scene. There is a, I mean, there's a, there's a group of people that definitely like metal, yeah, and and want and and come to the shows and stuff. But people want more easy listening, you know, nothing that's loud and sometimes abrasive, yeah. like, because um, we're we're kind of like a like if you like Black Sabbath and Tool and Mastodon, some of those type of heavier bands, like that's the kind of band that that I I'm in. I've definitely listened to my fair share of corn and tool and whatnot. So yeah, well, you might you might like you might like us. We're 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 riffy. We do riffs, a lot of nice little riffs. And our singer is he's a really good singer. He he doesn't do like the screaming stuff. He does yeah. a lot of he actually, actually sings. He's actual actually singing singer. That's cool for metal. So yeah. that's kind of neat. Something a little different. Yeah, check that out. All right, let's get back to comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what's your joke writing process? Uh, usually, I like if I think of something, I have I'll just put it in my notes on my phone. So not paper. Not not usually. Um, sometimes paper. What do you mean? Uh, like what you're actually writing down? Like on? physically writing it oh. on paper? Yeah. yeah, use technology. 
Sometimes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I've written, I've had success both ways, but I think out of pure laziness, it's easier to just use the phone because you don't need it to use your phone. Like you don't need to go like find your finger in the other room. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, or you could even just record your voice. You or can whatever. do that yeah. too. Right, so. It's all right. So it's, it's really just the lazy man's way of, of <laughs> writing. How often do you or, go back to that stuff though and use it and, and work on it? You know, I think when I'm, it's, it's usually like if I, if I think of something and I, and I'm really excited about it. I kind of just like write some some jokes on that premise like yeah. right away. I kind of that's like it's rare that I write a little note down and then like a week later I come back to it and I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is good. Right. But uh, yeah, typically it's it when it's brand new. I'll try to come up with you know a few punchlines mm-hmm. for it, and and then it, I'll go do you know an open mic or if it's a show i'll i'll mix it in the middle of my set somewhere where i know that i just had a strong joke and i know i have another strong joke following it just that's kind of like the classic yeah comedy yeah. trick where if you want to try something new you don't just like throw it in Let's necessarily at the beginning or the end <laughs> yeah. sometimes i do open with it if i'm really jazzed about the idea <laughs> i might just I, i'm so excited about it, i have to get right into it yeah. um but if it's more high stakes, I don't typically make that decision. <laughs> All right. So, so you write things like when you start writing something, you immediately start writing a bunch of punchlines with it. I'll write some You don't just put lines. down the topic and then come back to it weeks later. No. Okay. Uh, like if it's a straight up open mic, and I know you've seen me do this where like, I remember the, one of the last, I think the last open mic I went to that you hosted there at uh, Gritty's was... Um, I did like five minutes on grandfather clocks, <laughs> and I know that I'll eventually work that down to maybe a minute. Right, you'll get a really good minute. Yeah, out of I'll that. find like a minute or a minute and a half of that. But uh, and that's fun. It's fun to come up with like a topic that you never hear a joke about. Like, like who's talking about grandfather clocks? <laughs> it's just, a, just it's such a dumb thing to even bring up on stage. They but, barely exist anymore. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's why I wanted to talk about it. I don't know what... Oh, you know what it prompted me to think about it was like, I was watching an interview with um, Flavor Flav. <laughs> And he and he's like he's like about a hundred years old now. I don't sure, know if he's noticed. Yeah. He's yeah, extremely old, and he should be in like multiple wheelchairs. He's so old, and 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 so Flav has a has a neck a clock around his neck. Right. Still, he's yeah. still to this day. He's, he's in six wheelchairs, and he has a clock on his neck. And I'm like, this man's neck is gonna break from the weight of this clock. Like, that's why he's in the wheelchairs. And I'm like looking up at my wall, and I'm like, that's that's the size clock that Flav wears around his neck. And I'm like, how absurd can we get with this? And I was like, what if he had like a grandfather clock around his yeah. neck? And, and then I was like, wait, what's up with grandfather clocks at all? Like, why does yeah. anyone have a grandfather clock? And I was like remembering like these times in 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 on like sleepovers with friends where like you, I don't know, you go to a kid's house and their parents would have a loud clock that went off every hour in the middle of the night. In the middle and of the you're night. like, what the fuck has happened? And you're yeah, like, it's like, it's right. like ding dong, <laughs> ding dong. And you're already in someone else's scary house. Yeah. 
probably in their basement. <laughs> yeah, it's usually where sleepovers, a good sleepover, happens in a basement. Absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> but and and so I was like, what's up with these loud clocks? Like, is it really necessary? And even like beeping, yeah. beeping oh. like watches, like. Just shut up. Like, you, I don't need to hear your noises. We if just I, need you to why, find out right, what time it if is. If I wanted to know what time it was, I would walk over and look at you. Right. Wear your, wear your stupid... Wear, like, wear a watch that's silent or look at your phone, which you are probably already looking at when you check the time because you're, you're just an idiot. When you, you're wearing a watch and you have a phone in your hand, just pick one. Yeah. I wonder if that will be grandfather phones. I'm... No, I'm. I'm. That's that's a good. I'm not dad, helping. I'm that's not a good helping. dad premise. Yeah. See. <laughs> and what about grandfather phones? <laughs> Nokia. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I was thinking of all kinds of dumb lanes to talk about grandfather clocks because that's you, the thing. It's yeah. like you, when you're doing stand up, you don't want to you don't want to talk about a topic that everybody is already talking about. That I mean, sometimes you can find a cool angle that. Someone, no one else has really thought of. If if you've really got one, it's like, like if you've got a pandemic joke that you know, like, no, this is so weird of a thought that I had. I have to share this. Fine, right. cool. But if you're taking on a premise that's been just beaten into the ground, like, unless it's a very personal experience, it's kind of, it's hard to come up with anything new on a on one of those kind of premises right like doing political humor or anything that's in the news currently like, it right needs to be the best so then when okay. i find when i think of a premise like grandfather clocks i'm like no one has grandfather clocks yeah. jokes i can immediately that's all, you're top that's tier only me that's i have the best joke immediately no matter how bad it is it's the best grandfather clock joke. Cor- cornering the market on uh grandfather jokes i'm texting my friends i'm like is there do you know any grandfather clock jokes and they're like no they're, definitely not no one else no one wants to hear about this <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, where do you see yourself going with comedy? Like, what are what are your goals? Like, what do you what do you want to do in the next five years? I think, I think, I want. I know, it's tough because I think all uh, you really want is to just progress. So, if I were to say I'd progress. I mean, I, hopefully I would be headlining regularly, doing like a half hour or more yeah. usually. Yep. You know, uh-huh. that's kind of what, what I, I think you want to progress towards. Right. And if that involves, you know, traveling and people are willing to pay you, then that's great. And I'm not afraid to move. Like if mm-hmm. I had to, if if something really cool opportunity came up, like I would, I wouldn't be afraid to move. You, you would move to Auburn. <laughs> I would, I would literally move to Auburn. All right, if the <laughs> right opportunity was here <laughs> to be close to the crappy underground. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever performed in, in in like New York City or LA? Now have you ever gone back? I've performed in New York City. Yep. Before, but not not anything like. That I would ever want to brag about. Sure, sure. But like, it's just like I've done. You've experienced. I've done that. a couple of shows. Yeah. I've. I know. I know what it might be like to, to be, like doing shows there all the time, and it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been. No, not yet. No. To New York City we, in the comedy scene. No, we never. Want to do. No. But it's, it's really, uh, 
it's it's motivating because you realize how small the comedy world actually is. Yeah. Um, because it's weird. Like, I we kind of. I mean, like, I don't know. I've worked with. I work with some. Sometimes I get to work with comedians that have worked with like you, like the. I'm like the. What are you? Third. The third yeah, tier. Yeah. 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 Where yeah, you're yeah. not working directly with the pink comedians, right? But you're working with the comedians that work. The with people the pink who comedians. open for those comedians. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of like. Yeah. That's kind of. That's kind of almost immediately though. Like that, that's how small the comedy scene. Right. Good point. And that's is. that's the main comedy. Like those guys are our headliners here in Maine. The sure. people that open for these bigger names that's yeah that's or do or do sets at the comedy cellar right. um and or like the stand in new york and when you go to new york city and you go to these comedy clubs it's you just see you know big comedians all they're just all over the place they're just there and it's like it's it's inspiring because you're like Yo, I'm like standing right next to, you know, Yamanika Saunders talking to Yamanika or like talking to, you know, Greer Barnes or, you know, these people that are just hanging out and they're regular people. They're they're not they're not dicks. They're nice yeah. people. Yeah. And they'll talk to you and you're like, oh, like it's it's a lot of work to get to where they're at for sure, but it it's inspiring that, you know, they're right there. Yeah. They're they're you can ask them questions if you if you want to annoy them. It's an accessible, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know, experience where you can have you can actually have these people and these this access. And to they're them. right they're right there. They're right. they're they're hanging out. You get to see you get to see them, and and they're all working on it too. Like they everyone's you're trying to come up with new material. That's all they're doing is yeah. trying to work on new stuff. And like when you with comedy, you you kind of have probably like 10 years to come up with your first hour. Right. But then you have about six months to come up with your second hour after that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hour. but you think about all the stuff you have that you throw away that you can put into that yeah, second except hour. Except you know why you threw it away, right? Well, no, it's true. But once you, once you're established, you know, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'm just grasping at straws. No, it, <laughs> I want it to be true. I want it to be true that it's that easy. Yeah. It, but there's so much that you throw away, and for good reason. Right, but... Like, I, my best jokes a year or two in, I would never do now. I would just because... Right, it, yeah. It's like, no, I'm not... No, I'm well, not going to go there anymore. How much did you do it, th those particular jokes, when you were just starting? Like, were you, were you doing those for, the, like, two years on, or did... I did kind they, of churned through quick? jokes a lot more when I was n newer. Like, I I didn't really stick to anything uh right off the bat like i kind of i would churn through stuff like after three or four months of a joke like i think it was done like i would just go oh. try to do something else okay that that that's amazing to me like I, I i've done i think i still do on stage jokes i've done and the very first time i got on stage i mean it's only been three we know years for me <laughs> thanks <laughs> Wow. I'm just kidding. Just Nick Gordon is burning <laughs> Leonard Kimball on, that's his, what we do. on that's, their that's own That's actually podcast. what this, this is about. <laughs> it's, all about. <laughs> it's just all a setup to burn Leonard, yeah. Leonard for doing It just makes me feel better about myself. The day he started comedy three years in. Fine, I'll get rid of all my No, jokes. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> you know what? 
it's that's a that's a good that'll make you a better comedian if you literally just throw everything away. I mean, you don't have to throw it away permanently, but just retire it temporarily, send it on a vacation. Okay. And then I'll see you just in a, start I'll all see you in a week. Just I'll say, you hey, you week. know what? Yeah, one week. <laughs> one do a one week <laughs> vacation where you just do new stuff for yeah for one week, uh-huh. and and then you'll see you'll you know you'll be forced to write more stuff, and you'll be forced to improve your stuff. And you, you have you're only getting you're only getting better if you're trying at comedy. You're not right. like no, your I, first yeah. jokes aren't going to be your best jokes. <laughs> and if they are, you shouldn't be you should here. Quit. Yeah, you should quit. No, I do, I do appreciate that. I think that's good advice. I think I think I I I could just like uh, put my jokes on a one week vacation. We're like, yeah. You know, if I'm so I'm doing like hosting sets right now. Like, yeah. So if I if I'm only doing like four or five minutes, if I just did four new minutes and, and a hosting set and if it and if it goes poorly then i can always eject and go back to my normal well stuff. just try to put i mean have one maybe have one joke that you're you feel really good about and do that one last but other than that like just do new just do new stuff it's because like you just have to realize you're a better comedian now than when you started so there's no way this oh, new stuff's going to be worse than the first early stuff you yeah. know it's 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 just like I don't know, that's one of the most frustrating things about watching comedy right now is like all all of these people that i know that do stand up and how they're still relying on stuff that's that's been that they've done over and over again and i mean that's why it's like okay that's fine it's getting laughs it's doing well but like you, are you getting better from yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, you're how just, are you growing? Yeah, it's. Uh, I, f- I feel that actually personally because it's. I, I feel like I get good laughs with the stuff I do, but I'm not trying hard enough to. But I remember cultivate. when you started, and I don't remember. I don't think you do any of those jokes anymore. No, definitely not. Yeah, I've I've, I've grown in, in respect to that, but like recently, the last year or so, well, it's been tough. You know, we've had. Yeah, I mean, it's been a weird. I shouldn't beat myself up too much. No, it's been a weird year and a half. Yeah, but. Yeah, because like during the during the like, I did maybe five, six sets. Yeah. During, from March thirteenth till, uh, like November. Did you do them on Zoom or did you? Do them I on? tried. I did a couple of your yeah, open mics and that's I. Right, yeah. I didn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> what? They weren't fantastic. They weren't. They weren't fantastic. the best thing ever. They they don't. <laughs> They don't accomplish nearly what it, it what being in front of an uh, an audience accomplishes. Right. Uh, yeah, I heard that. There's a delay. <laughs> there's a delay. It was. People turn their cameras and mics off. They just they're like people I don't, listen to Jeopardy. They might be in another room. Just dogs like, barking. Touching their dog. I don't know what they're doing. And so it's I couldn't. The first one was really fun, but afterwards I was like, uh, Nah, I think. I think I'm good on Zoom mics. <laughs> and that's all I'd heard. And I really wasn't planning on doing any of them. But then I was like, Leonard's hosting. Leonard's I like hosting. Leonard. I'm, I'll, I'll do his Zoom mic. I'll see if it's any good. Maybe it's not so I want to see what his basement looks like on Zoom. <laughs> we definitely you always use like a background. It looked like you were in a, like a, I don't know, like a pharmacy or something. A really bad library is what I always thought. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. the worst library ever. <laughs> yeah, it's got D&D books on the back. <laughs> Was, Leonard's uh, a junior librarian yeah. <laughs> by night. 
Uh, well, Keith, well, thank you very much for, for joining us. Yes, uh, thank if, you. If you're familiar with how we like end our uh, interviews, we do a segment called uh, Curse the Darkness. So there's a idiom that goes like, I'd rather light a candle than curse the darkness. So it means like I would do something about my problems instead of just complaining about it. Uh, but instead of, in, in opposition of that, we'd like you to actually uh, talk about something you want to actually complain about that you don't have any plans on actually burning any calories to actually fix. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's everything. <laughs> what do I want to complain about that I don't, that you don't even want to You don't do plan on fixing. About? Oh, um... Oh, I, I want to say something that won't get me in trouble. Uh, I'll get canceled. Um, <laughs> so far, no one's been canceled for this segment. Who, can you can you give me give me give me one that you've heard? Which so, well, like like uh, twenty two episodes. In, so in, get, in, in, the, in the bathroom, like the foaming soap thing. Like, why does it need to be, already be foamed? Like, I'm washing my hands, and like it doesn't matter. Uh, like uh, stupid, like stupid shit that just like drives you nuts. That okay. Um, I'm trying to think that you really I'm... can't change, or you're not going to do anything to change. Right. <laughs> you should. This is a good one to prep me with. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many. You know, what you should complain about is the fact that we didn't, we didn't properly prep you. prepare you for. Yeah. Do you live in Portland? Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Here's one. Uh, I will complain how um, there's just not enough people working anywhere right now. And I'll never do anything about it. Yeah. Because yeah. I I don't care. <laughs> but the, I guess I won't I'll do wait anything an to fix it. I'll wait an hour for a it. burger. I, see, well, that's, see, that's what I do is I don't... I, every time I'm like... Every, every time I, I go to a place that's busy now, and it's rare, it's rare but I'm reminded, like, you idiot. Why, why are you going to Chipotle? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are yep. you kidding me, Chipotle? Right now, are you kidding me? <laughs> I want to burn every Chipotle down. It's forty minutes. It's forty minutes for burrito. Burritoable, yeah. They go. They go. Do your order online. Order online. Okay, I'll be ready in at this time. Which Tomorrow. Is like Fifteen. It's like fifteen <laughs> minutes from when you place the order. Yeah. I showed up twenty minutes after that, and they were like, "It's going to be an hour." <laughs> That's basically what happened. Wow. Really? Well. well this is what happened. I, I walk into Chipotle and, and I'm just standing around waiting for my order to be ready, you know? And then after standing there for probably 10 minutes, the, the manager does an announcement. She's like, if you're waiting for your order, just get in line and we'll make it. And I'm oh. like, well, then why didn't I get in line <laughs> 10 minutes ago? You, like, you think I just like to enjoy the atmosphere of like... 25 like white people with missing teeth like looking for their burrito they don't have like a disco ball going and music <laughs> and everything like that. No, there's nothing I, fun about it I think it was like dead silence I got so I, oh I got so mad and, and I'm just like can I just get my money back and they're like absolutely just go to the Chipotle just whatever. get in line go to yeah go to the Go to chipotle.biz and like, oh my God. Go, you, and, talk go to us. Yourself. And so I go on there and I, I do my complaint because I'm, I'm like, well, is this how you get your money back? Oh, I guess they want me to do a complaint. So I, I write a, my complaint. It's a, it's a roll of the dice. Well, I write my yeah. complaint and then they email me like a half hour later. Oh, we're so sorry. You know, you're going to. 
free burrito on us. I'm like, I don't want to go in Chipotle ever again. I'm never going to get this free burrito. Just get in line and you'll get your free burrito. I want my, I want my stupid money back. But, so I called the Chipotle later on because, like, no, they don't get to win. Chipotle doesn't get to win this, okay? They don't get my money for two burritos. And I go, I talk to the manager because yep. the guy... You know, they put the line cook on, and I'm like, I don't need to talk to you. You didn't do this. Yeah, Let's talk to the manager. <laughs> so I carried it up, and I'm like, and I wasn't, I wasn't mean to the guy. I was just like, just tell me what to do. I'll, you know, I'll do it. Yeah. They don't even know how to do it. None of them know. They're like, oh, we're sending people to this website, and we don't even know how to use the site or where to direct them Fuck. to the site. Corporate what America. What to do on the site. Wow. So it took me like another... You know, five minutes of them screwing around until like, oh yeah, talk to. You have to talk to the, essentially Chipotle's version of the Microsoft Paperclip. <laughs> you have to talk to that. It's that a little thing. avocado. Next. Yeah, oh it's actually Pepper. His name is Pepper. And you have to talk to Pepper, and you're like, hi, Pepper. <laughs> they fucked my order up. So, I'm sorry. And they're like, and How and they're I like, help? what's your name? What's your social? What's your what's your credit you know, card number? How big are your wife's breasts? Like what what can they tell me that I? But the, yeah, they they like what's the last for your credit card? Where are you? Like okay, you'll get your refund. So okay. I got my stupid refund eventually. But yeah. man, they do make it hard. That's crazy. But then okay, plug time. Plug super plug Panera. Panera. Panera kicks ass. Oh, all good for Panera. Love Panera. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a anytime I, I think Chipotle, I've rewired my brain to Panera. That's so good. Does Panera make burrito bowls? No, but Lord, they no. make killer salads and a, and, and, a they got, and a soup and a bread. Like they, they make a bread soup, bowl. They got oh, soup. fresh bread. Bread bowl. It's good. It's yeah. good. It's it's a it's like a little pricey for like what it is. It's not that pricey, but it's like a little pricey for what you would think it should be. But it's good. Yeah. So yeah, big plugs to Panera. Okay. Sponsor of uh, comedy think tank. I was gonna say we lost Chipotle, <laughs> but we picked up Panera. <laughs> so yeah. we come so up there, even. There's my uh, yell in the darkness or whatever. <laughs> pet, pet my dog at night or whatever this segment's called. Very good. We'll rename it later. Don't worry. No. <laughs> Thank you very much, Keith. Thank you, Keith. We Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you, Keith, so much. We really appreciate it. No problem. This is Keith Hebert, everyone. Thank you. All right, that was Keith Hebert, uh, incredibly multi-talented comic from Portland, uh, also the newest member of the Portland Comedy Co-op. And the guitarist for the band Object. Check out both. Yes, absolutely would recommend you check out Keith Hebert wherever he's performing. Thanks uh, again to everyone who listened. Tell your friends and follow Comedy Think Tanks wherever you can. Be sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Comedy Think Tanked, Twitter at Comedy Tanked, and our website, ComedyThinkTanked.com. Email us with uh, your suggestions and uh, comments at ComedyThinkTanked at gmail.com. Have a great day.
theme music was written and produced by a minor, Ralph Bergfeld. No comedians were hurt in the production of this podcast. All audio snippets of actual funny punchlines were not written or performed by any of us or our subsidiaries. Rather, they are express written bits of professionals we admire. Let the civil actions be filed. Any opinion heard, actual or implied, is that of the Comedy Think Tank producers and their guests. Any slight, insult, affront, slur, disparaging remark, snub, rebuff, rejection, or spurning, no matter how derogatory, pejorative, or abusive you may feel it is, was not intended, but for comedic, entertaining purposes only. Thanks for listening. Oh, very much. Uh, very much. Uh, we're happy to have you on our podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, this was. Hey, you why? messed up. Too. Hey. Luckily, I'm editing this. Yeah, no, it's all good. Hey, why are you being mean to me at the end? <laughs> no, he's being mean to himself. No, Nick's making fun of me for flubbing words. Words are hard. <laughs>